Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. My dad's not here right now. He's still at work. So I'm going to bless him. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I'm going to see if there's a clean version so then my parents and the people at my school will not get mad at me. We've got the spritzer filled with water just in case if stuff gets too fire. I'm going to set up the speaker and I'm going to listen to Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I think this is the best Mike Shope feature that I've heard in a long time. I think his flow is really good on it, and I like his aggressiveness on it. And the bulldog put not enough effort in it. I think overall his flow was good, but I don't like that mumbo rapping. That was my review of Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Didn't need the spritzer. Wasn't fire enough. No spritzer for you. No spritzer. Hi there. Happy Friday. Championship weekend. It's such an interesting week. And not a very pleasant one when it comes to thinking about and talking about the Bills the week after they lose and it's and it ends because it's the sort of like yesterday I was thinking about it between five and six we were taking calls and it's sort of like a, a random teeter totter between what happened and what to do now like it's sort mm-hmm. of the, the the game is still being analyzed the season and then also but what about you know this Mike Evans. Right, like offensive coordinator interviews, uh, interviews, sure, yeah. And I, th- I even said it at one point yesterday, like, okay, are we kind of done with the game? Um, and you know, just because it's a few days and we're into the future now, but today with it's Friday, all the hype about Kansas City, Baltimore, like everybody is tweeting about their projections, their predictions mm-hmm. for Kansas City, Baltimore. And it just feels very lonely. Like yeah, I feel that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yesterday I kind of was. Today I'm really not into who will be the you know the coaches and like Mike Evans. These I just I'm still in this year. I guess I'm saying mm-hmm. today I'm feeling like it's still this year. Yeah, I I was feeling that. I think I said that on Wednesday at the start of the show that I you know as the week is starting to percolate. Right, it's practice day, and so yeah. you're starting to see like this guy's expected to be able to work. This guy, whatever, all that. And it's another way that you can you can I mean you don't have to allow yourself uh, to do it but just feel bummed out that it ended the way it ended and um, yeah I definitely still feel that today uh, with with the games being on Sunday and it's Friday and it's you know it's football Friday and like we'd be you know this is a whole different oh. you know feel I mean last week at this time I think I'd already said they just have to win. They just have to win this game. They got to win, and you know, obviously they didn't. So they didn't have to, uh, I guess. You know, ultimately, because nothing other than us being sad happened. We'd be doing fifteen minutes at least on Mark Andrews right right away here. Just <laughs> right. you know, if it were Bills and Ravens. Do you remember how you felt, what you did when the when the Chiefs played the Bengals 
in the AFC Championship the first time after 13 yep. seconds. It's Cincinnati, who I think really didn't get very much respect to that point. They beat a Tennessee team nobody liked. Bills fans were especially depressed about how they feel like the Bills. Bills would have been like a seven-point favorite or yeah. more against Cincinnati at home, AFC Championship. Like, were there people, I don't know if you remember anything about like that day, but were there people that just didn't couldn't watch Kansas City, Cincinnati? <laughs> I, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I do remember very specifically where I was, uh, well, uh, and where I, well, where I watched it. I was a lot of places. I was <laughs> on a train coming back from New York City. Uh, we had oh, gone, right, yeah, right. we had all this all this drama around the 13 seconds game even because we had plans to go see the war on drugs at Madison Square Garden in New York. And so, yeah, that that's this weekend. And the way it fell, that was the 3 o'clock game and we were on a train. Like, I think we hopped a train at like maybe 10 in the morning to come home. And luckily the Wi-Fi on the train was effective enough. So Owen and I watched the game on my iPad and it was just ending when we got to Depew. So mm. I was able to like, okay, everybody hurry up. I want to get home and watch the other game. And, you know, that worked out. So I watched the game from basically from Albany to Buffalo, I guess, is <laughs> where I was watching the game. Do you remember who you wanted to have win? Did you want the Chiefs to lose? Because here, like this one, if Baltimore wins, the, you know, we're sick of the Chiefs. Every team that's losing to them is just enough, mm-hmm. right? And whether yeah. real or contrived, these structured, this hatred, whether it's Mahomes, Kelsey, all of it, you know, that people go through. So you would naturally, you already have built up negative energy toward them. Mm-hmm. But a Baltimore win is interesting for where the this yes. leaves the Bills. I've been thinking about this a lot today. And, in fact, I think uh, it might have been prompted by, I saw a poll I, I th- maybe did, did Sneaky Joe and Jer have a poll today about who you were rooting for maybe in the game? They might have. I, I saw a poll. I thought it was from our station, so I'm guessing it was them, but it could have been from anywhere. I don't know. Marty? Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, and it was like 91% Ravens. Really? And I, I, that got me thinking about it. And look, I know the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I even said last week, like I have, I have a hard time hating them you know like Mahomes is so good um and and Reed is very likable I don't really like Kelsey very much at all in fact he annoys me but the the Chiefs don't I don't know it just doesn't register um that's why when Eric Wood brought up that Mahomes was a jerk to Allen on the field after the regular season I'm like good I need that I need I need some I need fuel here because I have trouble generating my own disdain for them um but you know, I recognize like they're the they're the immovable object on you know in the way of the Bills' progress, and that's frustrating. I think like I don't know where where you were gonna go. I've jumped in here on you, but I don't think I want Lamar and the Ravens to beat him and them before you do. Before I do, <laughs> like I, I would rather they continue to look like they're above everyone else in the conference until we beat them. I, because Burrow's already done it, right? And that's, you know, that that's there. And he's sort of the forgotten man in all this because he got hurt this year and the Bengals, you know, disappeared eventually. They hung around a little longer than I, I might have liked, but nonetheless. Um, it's like Burrow's already got him. And if Lamar gets him, 
then like Allen is uh, among the guys that are considered, I think, on the top tier in, in the conference. Allen's the odd man out. Like he's the guy that hasn't been, you know, hasn't gotten to the Super Bowl, and he hasn't beaten Mahomes in the playoffs, and Lamar and Burrow have. We'll see about all the other guys that are coming. Herbert with Harbaugh now, and whatever. I, I I would rather the Chiefs keep going. And next year, I get out my big baseball bat again and take a swing at the pinata. Um, so I, I think I'm <clears throat> rooting for the Chiefs here in this game just because of that. I, I, I don't want to live with, you know, Allen's so flawed, he can't do it, and Lamar did and Burrow did. Like, that's just going to piss me off all winter. The thing about Allen in this is it is very hard and therefore, like, uncommon for him to really take blame for it. I mean, I guess he would deserve some. He's not without responsibility for these three losses in the playoffs to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. But it's not Peyton Manning going to Foxborough and scoring a th- losing 20 to 3 and throwing it to Ty Law three times. Yeah, it's right. like not it's 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 a really tough standard, you know? I mean, Allen had a fine game against Kansas City. Not huge, but you've got drops, and they couldn't stop the Chiefs. And that's ultimately been true all three of those games. So not many people are going to put it on Allen. Um, We'll see what happens with Jackson because there's still something to prove. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. probably two MVPs, and he's a phenomenon in the sport, but this is new territory, and it's Kansas City. Like, Mm -hmm. he's got a job to do here. The pressure is really on. Yeah. So – I don't know, like it could be, we, we sort of took a break from, and this sort of stuff kind of bothers me anyway because it's so superficial, but we kind of, we took a break from the the Lamar Jackson Ravens playoff history story because of the second half, really only, of that game last right. week. First half, it was full on. <laughs> against the Texans, who were brand new here, I mean, just crashed the party, and they could not move the ball. I mean, their offense scored three points in that game. You'd better win going away like the Ravens did mm-hmm. here. So very different test, but it will be interesting. I've sort of beaten around the bush a couple times this week on like sort of trying to trying to find the point with this, talking to Joe Ostrowski and maybe maybe Ross Tucker, like how the the perception of the Bills in this era of the AFC will may be affected by yeah. who wins this game. Yeah, and and you know like I, that doesn't have well, doesn't have to. I think it almost definitely won't mean anything uh to like you know what they'll be like next year and their chances next year but it, it it's just it's the conversation and we're in the conversation business um so i don't know it, it feels maybe a little silly to be protective of that uh from a bill's perspective and alan maybe specifically but that's that's all i've really got left you know what i mean like other you know if, I, if i'm trying to think about what's best for me or the bills or josh allen I don't think Lamar Jackson beating Mahomes helps. So, but, and I'm, I'm conflicted about it because like you, like I've rooted for Lamar Jackson because of all the, you know, the nonsense that surrounded him, you know, before the draft, switched to wide receiver or whatever the heck Bill Polian said. And all, just That's the, what he says. Just the nonsense, right? Uh, I couldn't remember for sure it was receiver or tight end, but good. Okay. Yeah. Um, so like Jackson and I loved him in college. I loved him as an idea for the Bills, but I 
almost before the draft process even started. Sort of, they're not getting rid of Tyrod Taylor and drafting the running quarterback right now. This is not going to happen. It turns out they got like the second best running quarterback, <laughs> maybe in league history, uh, instead. Uh, so you know, <laughs> just say what you will, but. Um, I just couldn't see them g- going to Lamar, but I loved him as a prospect and want to root for him. But I think in this spot, I, I can't. I can't get there. I, I. I don't. I don't want another one of these rock star quarterbacks to take Mahomes down in the playoffs. I want it to be our guy. And I got to wait till next year to do that. Eight oh three oh five fifty. If you want in, just you know, thinking about this season and really. I want to say like the the last five, because there's analyzing how the Bills lost on Sunday. There's the point that gets made about how well, you know they they got they got in trouble. They almost sealed their own fate. Not not exactly, but they almost sealed their own fate by losing by going six and six. You know, like just having to strain so hard to win every game down the stretch, you know, takes its toll versus teams that are resting guys or have bye weeks. You know, there there is that point. So it's the game itself, it's the season, and then it's also how five years have gone by where the Bills have been among the best teams in the NFL and they just have so little to show for it that that just compounds the – the frustration and the, the the sadness about it. Like, you've had not one chance at it, but really four, if not five. Last five years, you really... So you're counting, like, 19. I don't... I, I've, I've always, like, 20, it changed to me. But, okay, I mean, they were in the playoffs in 19, and they had a, they had a big lead on the road, for what it's worth, but... Yeah, I know. It, it was definitely... They were not a, a Super Bowl contender yet. Right. But if I... For this, you know, little stat mm-hmm. package, I... Put together, I, I did count 2019. They won 10, yeah. right? Were they 10 and 6 that year? I think they were. But whatever they were, in the last five years, the Bills are second in the league in wins. Kansas City is first. Mm-hmm. They have five more wins than the Bills, actually. It's a pretty good margin. But regular, they're 58 and 24. This was the first year in the playoffs the Bills were seated ahead of Kansas City, right? Right, yeah, because they, they've had to go there Definitely. or they would have had to go there if they made it. So, yeah, right. Yes. So... 58 and 24. Like you can almost name all of their losses in the last five years, you know, because it's just that's no. that's 70%. Hard to win games in this league, I've been told. Yeah. 70% win rate over five years. First, fourth in points scored, right? But first in points allowed. The Bills have allowed the fewest points in the league over the last five years. They are first in point differential in the league. Kind of by a lot. Baltimore is second, actually, hmm. over the last five years. That 2019 season was a big Raven season. So, again, I'm including that, but just because I want to. Sure. I mean, that's five. It's a run of five years. You've been in the playoffs five years in a row. You've won double-digit games five years in a row. It's four division titles. And just there is no hardware. There's not even a Super Bowl appearance. And that, I don't know, like, what is there left to say about that? I'm only saying by this, this point is only that it's just like, that's why this is more upsetting. Um, if you, you know, you might, you don't have to think it is. It's it's the collection. It's the, the, the five years total or four, whatever you want to do, where you've really had a chance at it yeah. and didn't get it. And you wonder how many more chances do you get? I do not think any sort of door is closed on them. Uh, it shouldn't be, but it's just another year where you didn't win. 
another year where Allen stayed entirely healthy through the whole year. I mean, I, we just mentioned the Bengals, and like you know, that happens. You know, it's a it's a, it's a collision sport. Like even even Tom Brady missed an entire season uh, with an injury. So like you, you've you've managed to have the guy healthy through all of that, relatively speaking. I mean, he's had you know things that I think affected him and affected his play, but he's he has started every one of these games and he's been there and like. To not have capitalized on that even, because you know who knows. Like we're gonna we're gonna get to another. There's probably a year out there somewhere within the next five years where everything looks great, but oh, you know, like it's, just, it, it's football. So uh, I'm just making the point that you know you've had good fortune there and you haven't been able to capitalize entirely on them. You've got an excellent record and an excellent point differential, and you've been to the playoffs and you've been exciting us. But you just haven't, you just haven't gotten there, right? Were they good enough this year to win it all? I mean, I guess you have to say yes because they were in position to do it. I feel like if they had made it through the Chiefs, maybe. And I don't know what the timeline on any of those injured people were, but Bernard specifically was close to playing against the Chiefs. So I, I guess maybe we would have spent all week this week crossing our fingers and toes, hoping Bernard could play in this game. I think they would have gotten some guys back, and specifically him, and that would have meant a lot. Maybe, like, maybe, may, maybe. They talked about how his ankle popped out, right? Like that was his injury. Was he really? I still. I, I guess mean, I didn't ever. I never thought he was going to play this, he was... the game against the Chiefs yeah, either. But if he like they worked him out and he yeah. felt like he was close, that just I think you can you could have hoped more realistically that he could have played this week. All I'm saying is, yeah, I, yeah, I think they were. Um, you know, San Francisco looks like a machine mostly, but look what Green Bay like Green Bay. I mean, Ross said it plainly. You've said like they probably should have won that game. So it's not that the 49ers are bulletproof. No one is on any day. So get there, man. Uh, yeah, I think I, I did believe. Like you, you said yesterday with Joe, I think that, you know, you never gave up on them, but you also didn't think they could win it all. I, that's right. And I, 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 my mind was open to that. Uh, they, could, they could get there. And I, you know, I know all the guys they lost, you'd much rather you'd have a much better chance with Milano and Trey White and everybody, but – I mean, they they were getting by. Um, they just got, I think, too many more injuries on top of those other earlier key injuries. I don't I, I don't know if you would agree that this sort of lines up with who they've been year to year. But going going back only four years now, twenty twenty, that's the year where I thought I'd come closest to they should win it. The first year is the year where I would say more than the other three, the last three, that they should win it. It baffled me that they got beat like they did in Kansas City in the in the AFC Championship. Big plays, really just Kansas City knife through butter in that game. And the Bills kicked a couple short field goals and just didn't have it. Like They were up 9 nothing. I expected them to win that game. And the game was going on, and I thought they were. I thought they were going to. 21, 13 seconds... And the last two years as well, um, well, they're all different, but it, when I thought they should beat Kansas City 
13 seconds is when they took the lead with 13 seconds left. Right. Or even the touchdown before. Like, okay, you're going to do it. This is amazing. But I really don't remember expecting them to win that game. Um, again, people would have different <laughs> opinions about that or yeah. how they remember Same. it. Same. Like, I, I, it was such a, such a, Swing, such swings of emotion that that day um i know they scored with 13 seconds left i mentioned this trip we were taking to new york i wasn't going to have time if the bills were in that game at three o'clock on championship sunday to take the train back so what i said to my gabe davis catches that touchdown there's 13 seconds left i turned to her and said book me a flight because yep. that was our plan we didn't want to cancel the trip we'd been through a lot as a family owen had just quit hockey and or at least was taking time off. We didn't know he was going to quit for sure. Anyway, like it was an emotional time. Like we, this trip to New York was to you know get us a good time together. So I I, I got to go. I got to do this. So I'll fly back. You know, ten in the morning or something on uh, on Sunday, so I can get back. I set book a flight, and then the kick went through the end zone, and I'm like, oh no, like like that was the like so however long it took from that touchdown to the kickoff, I'm like. They got. I wasn't even thinking about Kansas City mounting a drive and tying the game, and then oh, they're starting at their twenty-five, uh, and they're still the all the time. Like oh no, <laughs> oh, whatever. Here we are. I guess probably injuries are a part of it, but you really can't control that. Part of why I think. Well, I've said it a lot. I mean, why this year I was really, I guess, maybe relatively less optimistic for them, even with home field was their style of offense. That was really what it was about. Like, I just, the way they played in 2020 with Dable, and then the next year, just pedal down, you know? Just like that, this is this is a this is a championship caliber offense, and your defense kind of has always been pretty good, if not very good, this whole time. Never really a problem until you maybe got to this, this right. last game and you had right. half your guys out, but yeah, like... It's just it's just still pretty this one's still pretty fresh and we've been spending most of the week trying to put it into perspective and try to figure out if here we are again is there something that they need to change whether of course Sean McDermott is the where you start uh, and we're already past that that's already like that's not happening we've already sort of gotten past that you know just like in a day there he is given the mm-hmm. the press conference so there really isn't that topic or anything um yeah it's just it's a it's a long you know this already but it's a long run of incredible success like the not only 70 percent win rate but in three years you have one bad loss one loss that was not close in three seasons the cold game is still the one like every other loss was one score and and that's just incredible. I mean, the Chiefs probably don't even have that. And just, I guess this is all. And I really don't like this. The how this question will sound, but I guess this is all. How bad is how bad is it that you've had this team for this long and have no even Super Bowl appearances or just one championship? Like, how bad a job is that? Because it just like it's hard for me. To call it failure mm-hmm. because of how it's one game, it's right. one kick, it's one moment in these games. And just for all to come down to that, I think it's too easy 
to overreact to those things. And say you know? you've got some fundamental flaw that's keeping you from doing it. But this is how I was last year and the year before that. And each year, it sort of the backlash is louder. It's like, well, Mike, I mean, sure, well, people, what, what are, what are we going to do ever then? Because every, I think the mo- you know, the way the way we're talking here, I think is how most people and even myself do it. Like it's cumulative. And but it really isn't like next year's another year, and they're going to have to do all the, you know, a lot of different things, and it's a different lift and a heavier lift than it's been other off seasons. But if if they'd been to the championship game against the Bengals or even the Super Bowl, I don't, did they learn enough about how it feels to be better last Sunday against Kansas City or something? Like I don't know. It it's not a, it's not all continuous. Um, but it feels like it is for us because the result is always the same. It's disappointment and heartbreak. And so someone please make that stop because I don't, I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't go through the process of building myself up again all winter and into the spring and like, oh, we drafting all oh, I like this guy. Okay. All right. I, and like, here comes the season and you're all, you know, full of life and can't wait for it. And then, you know, January, it just gets harder to do all that. We all still do it. These are just words I don't even know what they're worth because as fatigued as you get, I mean, that's sports. You know, you just, you you, you, you feel pain, emotional uh, dejection, and then you get up. You know, I'm not going to just lie in this for six months. I mean, that'd be stupid. Um, But, you know, it's scar tissue. It's all there. Um, And it makes it hard to separate you know what is good that they've done because they've done they've done so so, they've been great for four years at least if not five you know like i was nitpicking you there on including 19 because like to me they weren't i didn't think anything about them being a super bowl winner um in 19 20 was like oh okay yeah this looks like real tomato ketchup eddie 8030550 for your thoughts putting it into or trying to into some perspective Mike Shope and the Bulldog WGR This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue And guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive It works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.